0: Okay, so go ahead and ask your question again. My question is, as a parent trying to support my children's education in the way, what is my place with regards to interactions on the mat? Typically, I try to get them ready before class, make sure they have their food, their water, their geese, and everything are clean. They've had their showers and whatnot. But once we get on the mat, sometimes I feel this urge as a parent to kind of hover too close to them and sometimes it interferes with the sensei-deshi relationship, so I'm trying to figure out exactly where I should be. If I just bring them to the dojo and they're on their own and then we just collect the data and I reinforce it once we get home or overall I'm just trying to figure out where I should be in the middle of mat time. Okay. All right, well, let's let's open that uh, question up a little more. So somebody mentioned, like, what do we do here? What is this place? And someone mentioned uh, a mentorship, okay? Um, And the reason I want to address that is uh, our goal is to not just train in exercise. Exercise is good. It's important for our health and wellness, right? Um, But Budo is not just exercise, Yes, you need a strong body. Yes, you need some operational fitness. But Budo is not exercise. Okay, And so part of it not being exercise is that we are able to broaden our application. So I'm not just here to get fit or to look good in my bathing suit, uh, to win the race, nor am I here just to do self-defense. Okay? Or even if I have a professional end, let's say it's law enforcement, I'm not even here to be able to uh, come home every night. That, that's not my goal. It's a coincidence of the training. Okay? We're, we're looking for this broad application. Broad application of what? A broad application of deconstructing that ego tripartite. That's what we're trying to do. Okay? So in that sense, when we talk about mentorship, we aren't just talking about um, learning techniques. We're talking also about, for example, I am a law enforcement officer. And if you're trying to be a law enforcement officer, uh, you want to be mentored in how to integrate the reconciliation of your ego tripartite in your service towards the community. I'm also a parent and a father. So if you are trying to broaden your application, you're going to bring the practice of reconciling your ego tripartite into your parenthood or into your fatherhood. So that's how I want to broaden it. So you, you, it would be wrong, I think, to get my kid, uh, it sounds good, right? It sounds good. Uh, Let me prepare my kids for success. It's, it's like a Jocko, you know, mantra, like prepare for success, be prepared for success. And there's t-shirts now and there's, there's uh, memes and everything. Set yourself up for success, that kind of thing, right? Uh, so you go like I'm going to make sure my kids uh, are well fed. They're they have a good sleep, hygiene, etc. All that is very very good, very good. Is it is a part, but there's also like, um, let me learn how to teach my children how to reconcile their ego tripartite. So in that, from that perspective, it would be wrong to just hand your kids to the teacher. Okay. So the correction you got the other day was uh, you, you keep guarding your kids, you see. So, um, and, and you were posed with a question, do you want me to train your child or not? Okay. So let's look at what that meant. It didn't mean drop your kids off. Okay? It actually was specific. Like uh, you're getting in the way of the sharpening stone being applied. Okay, so here's how I see it. Every kid comes to Aikido. You know, the big thing in Aikido today and all the martial arts is the children are the next generation, right? It's, in truth, it's, they're in the next generation of quitters. Okay? It's, there's no guarantee that they're actually going to train. So you could have a huge children's program. And maybe one or two of those are going to go on and to be anything worthy of supporting the art for future generations. Most kids quit. Why? Well, why do they start in the first place? It's fun. It's fun. It's entertaining. It's a distraction. Do you see? And when do they quit when it stops being fun? So what I always have in my mind is, even with adults, if you're coming here and you're loving it, you haven't started training yet. I'm waiting for you to start hating it, and then you keep coming, now you're training. Because the other coming for enjoyment, for entertainment, for distraction, that's all ego tripartite. You're just feeding the comfort zone that is you currently. And children are taught that. As we were taught it, as we were children, we were taught to avoid trial, avoid pain, avoid failure, avoid discomfort. You were actually taught to do... to face those things, to engage in those things is in somehow being unwise or even that was the mark of your failure. But in a warrior tradition that is the mark of your training. How can I detach myself for the need for comfort and pleasure, for joy and happiness? You know a lot of people train in the ways and confuse it with a means to pleasure. But all that is ego. Only, only the ego needs to be pleased. So the children come and it's fun. And we make it fun, don't we? It's all games. It's fun and we're all laughing. And... But along with our games we're planting seeds. Seeds that value discipline. Discipline. Because you need discipline when the pleasure stops. Seeds that value commitment and sacrifice. And some seeds take and grow, but most seeds don't. And we've heard that before, right? That's just straight out of the gospel. Some seeds land on fertile land, some seeds land on the rocks, some take and some grow. Our job is to plant the seeds, but we have no control over when they take and when they don't take. So here the child's there, the child's having fun, ha ha ha, now it gets hard, now it's not fun, now they're being pushed out of their comfort zone, now we're doing things that call upon the need for commitment, discipline, sacrifice. And they want to quit, and the parent will usually do this kind of stuff. Like, it's just—it's a nightmare trying to bring them. It is a nightmare. And here's here's what happens. Um, this kind of creates like a, a a path of least resistance. So the the child wants to leave, and now the child has nothing behind them to keep pressing them into the sharpening stone. So imagine you have a sword and it's just kind of gliding over the stone with not enough pressure for the blade to be honed. Now imagine that the blade is not even touching the stone. Now imagine the blade is not even brought into the smith's hut to where it would be sharpened. No sharpening takes place. If you look at that process, it's really, well, let me just say this. You would be wrong to think that my own children did not have to go through that process. They, too, and you would look at them and you go, their training is much harsher than for my children And and you would understand correctly if you go, they probably didn't want to do it more than my kid doesn't want to do it because the degree of discomfort is a lot harsher, a lot higher. Do you see? But they, so they did come to me like that. They have all kinds of good reasons, right? Because we know that the ego tripartite does not function through obvious cowardice or obvious. Uh, addiction. It it functions through good sound reasoning, right? Hey, uh, dad, I really like tap dancing. You know, yeah, but we don't tap dance. You know? All my kids, all my friends play th- this or that, and so yeah, but w- this is what we do, right? Um... And I will tell you, as a father, it was not always easy because you want to make them happy, do you see? But what you have to do is go, uh, the sound fatherhood is in teaching my children how to work beyond their comfort, how to be motivated by things other than pleasure, right, and easygoing, Um, having a sense that it is your duty as their parent to cultivate within them grit and endurance and strength, both of body but of spirit as well. And those things can only be cultivated by trial, by things we don't want to do. You, You cannot cultivate this kind of grit by only doing what you want to do. It is absolutely impossible. So when you go back to our situation and I was saying, hey, what do you want? What you were doing was giving your child the out. It wasn't really... What is Sensei saying so that I could repeat the lessons because if you looked after I said something, she always went to you to see, do you see should I do that? Well, why is she going to you because there's a chance you might say no do you get it and that's now I'm just hovering over the sharpening stone there's no pressure to do the honing so. It would be fine to listen when your daughter no longer looks to you after I tell her what's going on. Because if you look when I tell her what's going on, it's always you need to push more. You need to get more uncomfortable, right? These are not your true limits. You're under, you're under pushing yourself, Do you see? Because we need the grit. And the grit is only born through that. There's no other way. I would go, as the, as the resource deputy, uh, I would go to all of these um, meetings because what, what, what much of the state does not recognize yet is there is a huge wave of mental illness slowly taking over our country. And our state, and you're only seeing the tip of the iceberg when it gets to you. Um, people that work in the industry are also not not seeing the whole iceberg. You you know who's seen it? Uh, first responders, right? Ambulance, fire, law enforcement, right? ER people, hospitals. That's who's seen it because they're the ones who are called initially when somebody doesn't know who else to call. By the time it gets to a counselor or a therapist at that level, law enforcement or, or ambulance drivers, they, they already know this person a lot. Okay, And what we don't again know as a country is that our stats on anxiety and depression and suicidal tendencies, they're now going way, way younger. Medication that is used to treat anxiety, depression, used to not be given under a certain age, but physicians are now. Feeling I have to, I have to, I have to. Suicide rates are through the roof. Drug addiction is through the roof because it's self-medication, do you see? And you end up having these conferences. And because I was in law enforcement and you're seeing it way, way more, you're brought in and you attend with all these professionals who really want your input because they know those professionals know you, you are the one that's out there. You, you got the best intel, okay? And what these conferences all turn out to be about is about the cultivation of resilience and grit, okay? And you can use those words interchangeably. It depended on which TED Talk speaker, you know, because you know what I mean? It's the same thing. It's the ability to take it without breaking, okay? Um, They all want to have this thing cultivated. They know that somehow our society is no longer cultivating these things in our citizens. And they feel that's responsible. We just don't have the ability to take the pressures of life, whatever they may be, okay? Okay. And they want to cultivate these things, but here was the thing that always struck me. They didn't know how to cultivate it. They had no idea how. And if you're if you're like bullshit, okay, go to TED, go to YouTube, do a search on resilience or grit, and do TED Talk, and you're gonna see one of the leading experts in here, and she's talking about these things, and at the end of her talk. We now have to figure out how to cultivate it. like I wouldn't even have started a talk if I couldn't figure finish it. Do you know what I mean? But I was always sitting there going, "You know why you can't cultivate it? Do you know why it's a mystery to you? Because the means of cultivating it is you you resist it, you resist it. do you see and Why do they resist it? Because they're from a generation where it's not cultivated either. And it's why we resist it as parents as well. Do you see? I don't want to see my kids suffer. Do you see? I don't want to see them crying. I don't want to see them unhappy. Right? I want them to to feel comfortable. I want them to be happy, to be filled with joy. But I should know that that is not life that is not life and I should know that if I only teach my child that I'm really setting them up to join those statistics okay so when my kids come to me it's really hard to not go especially with my daughter right because she's a princess and I still call her princess. And it's like, you know, she always gets me. She wants this. And in my head, I hear my part of me going, whatever you want. You know, she's 21 now, but I've been doing it since she was little. Whatever, whatever. Oh, here it is. Do you, do you get it? Um some of you know her when she was a baby, and we used to go to the Disney store that used to be here, and it was like I would get her a new mini beanie, beanie baby like every other day, So you know, she was not a collector, but she pointed at it. Do you see? So I got to get her for her. <laughs> it used to drive uh, my wife crazy because it was just this giant collection and right?) Um, but you have to hold back that, do you see? And it, Because it goes deeper even in ourselves as we were raised that same way. As nobody applied a wisdom tradition to our own childhood, do you see? We have experienced the trials of life because you do, you can't avoid them. It's truth number two of the Buddha. Life is suffering, right? Meaning sooner or later something's going to get you. Okay. And we have we were raised to be in our comfort zone to seek pleasure, but life says, I I don't care about that. I don't whatever. Here's something. Right? And then we get hurt. Do you see? And we experience pain, whether it's emotional or physical, psychological, we experience pain and it hurts, and we know what that pain is like. And for whatever reason, once we have that awareness and we haven't reconciled our own ego, we sympathize with our child. Almost like, well, I know what that I know what that feels like, and I if I have some control here, I don't want you to feel like that. Do you see? It's and we tell ourselves we're doing it for our child, but I wonder if we're really doing it for our child child, us. Do you see? Like, I'm going to be the parent that I should have had, the one who's all like, no pain for you, only pleasure. Do you see? And so we do that with our child. But to apply the wisdom tradition is to see the value of grit and resilience and to understand the means, the only means by which it is cultivated through trial. And to guide our children through that process, okay? Now, this is, I am not here recommending, you know, like the Spartan, um, what was it called? Agagi. The agagi or the agape, that kind of thing. So, you know, it's, it's not like, hey, uh, if you want to eat, you got to learn to steal. Otherwise, you're not eating. And then uh, if you get caught, that's when you're going to get in trouble, right? <laughs> Uh, do, you, do you get it? That is not what I'm recommending. I'm recommending a process exactly like the dojo. It is a controlled environment that in a way, it is a trial, but it's more of a simulated trial in the sense that we do not suffer irreversible permanent consequences, do you see? When you were in that other mentorship system of ancient Greece, It was permanent, irreversible consequences for not not succeeding at the trial. But our trials in Buddha are simulated. Now, to the ego tripartite, they always feel real, and that's the beauty of why they can be simulated. Okay, so for example, when you don't want to do, um, you know, ten push-ups, do you see? Because it's owie. Like, I, I just, no, 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 I, I got video games to play. Do you see? I got cookies to eat. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing these push-ups, that kind of thing, right? I, I got to follow this YouTube channel because I'm simping. Do you, you know what I mean? It's, all these pleasure things that we do. Do you get it? Um what we do is like, no, you're going to keep going. But there's really no consequences for not being able to do the amount that you were asked for, do you see? Because all we're looking for is that you go into uncomfortability. And let's say you're doing seven and seven gets uncomfortable and the limit was 10. And we go, nope, go, 10, 10. That's all simulated so the child goes seven and a half mission accomplished do you see in that instant they release the pleasure attachment the need for it and they learn to push through it and in that instant they're being cultivated for when we're not there as parents do you see and one thing I always tell my children is I'm not going to be here for forever because I see it as a job for me to prepare my children for when I'm not there. Okay. And that means, hey, listen to the Buddha, truth number two. Let me arm you for truth number two. Okay. Life is suffering. Let me teach you how to suffer how to endure, not by distraction, not by entertainment, not by self-medication, right? Not by at-risk behavior, but nobly, with wisdom, and in a healthy way. That's what's key, in a healthy way, in a way wherein you do not self-subvert. You do not self-sabotage. You do not murder yourself. Do you see? So to me, you have a dual role. You have the dual role, but it's really one role. The one role is to let your child come up against the sharpening stone. To not create a space where the sword can be left out of the smith's hut. Okay? And then to carry that on yourself. You are the sharpening stone too. Do you see? And when you put your child between two sharpening stones, that child's getting sharp. Do you see? But it's hard. It's really hard. It's hard for me. It's not easy for me. Right? I mean, look, where, where's my daughter? She's got one on me. You see, where, where has she been? Right? I did. Every day, I tell myself, "Okay, come on, come on, go back there." Okay, um, but please don't confuse that uh, you're 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 trying to force them. You're not. It's not done that way. It's not successful. Yes, you have to hold your integrity. Okay, but you cannot really force them, and this this brings me to the second thing I want to say. You have to do it through positive means. Okay, yes, I have to have integrity. Yes, I have to say this is what we do, but I have to do it through positive means. So one of the ways that I do it is um, we do a lo- we will do a lot of other things that you want to do, but we're going to do this thing. Do you see? Oh, you, you want to go hang out with your friends? Cool. Go hang out with your friends. But we're going to train on this day at this time. Do you see? Do you need money for your... Here's money. Go. Right? Not like now start raising the money thing. It's all weird. Like, you want money? Go get a job. Do you know? Go. I'm going to teach you. Go get a job. That's not simulated. Do you see? I didn't prepare them. Um... So you do it through positive ways. You support what they want to do positively while you hold true to what you know they need, okay? Uh, a lot of times when, I, when people see me, maybe like, um, you know, m- my, my sons are at a point where it's quite martial, Right? And you've seen, like, wow, Sensei doesn't hit me in the face, right? You know, uh, when that I make that mistake. Um, but there's a whole lot of other stuff, right? We do a lot of other stuff. A lot of goofy, a lot of fun stuff, a lot of pleasurable stuff, do you see? We don't contrast the two. We integrate the two. And that's what I mean by positive. Because if you forced your child and you're not supporting them through trial, but you've just forced them, you're back in ancient Greece. Some will make it and some won't. Some will rebel and some will go ahead and concede. Some will concede but will be weak. They're still weak, you see. So you have to find the positivity in your parentage and here's why i think most of us don't it's exhausting it's the work it's so much easier to just tell a kid no no right just as it's less work to tell them okay do you see what what's really behind it all is the parents inability to have the same virtues we're trying to cultivate Discipline, sacrifice, commitment. See? So the parent that's, you know, my child doesn't want to go and I can't, I can't, I don't want to make him go. It's really, it's, it's talking about them. It's so hard for them, do you see? They don't want to do the work. It's easier for them to say, okay, you don't have to go anymore. And then it gets disguised with good intentions. I shouldn't force my child. Hey, isn't there some other spectrum we could use? Yes, there is. Okay, But it's easy for them. And the next easy, easy thing is to just say, no, you're going. You see? What takes work, energy, actual energy, you're going to have to spend some ATP molecules, right, is to bring this positivity in. Right? After training, you're going to have to play the games with them, or you're going to have to drive them to where they want to go. Do you see? You're going to have to get tired. What I always find is that most parents will just go, okay, let the kid quit, or they try the no. They won't do the work. They won't take the time. Okay. So if you're not sure, like I'm not sure where where I should go, are you tired? Because if you're not tired, you're doing it wrong, okay? And you got to do the same thing. If if this is tired, you're not tired enough. Work more, work more, work more. And it is exhausting. I'm not going to lie. It is exhausting. But that is the warrior's way to be exhausted and to perform nonetheless, okay? Because we don't want or look for our own comfort, right? And I always find it. You know, it, when it comes to love, do you see? To me, love is action. Love's not an idea. Love's not a feeling. Love is action. But how in love am I when just fatigue alone, I start shutting down? No, no, no. I'm tired. No, I'm tired. Do you see? We want to talk about these great virtues, but we can't even employ the warrior grit of suffer, suffer for your love. Be uncomfortable. Do the work. Hold yourself true to what you know about love. And don't throw it away just because you're tired. And what I find when people are like that, and out of one side of their mouth, they'll tell you, I'll do anything for my child. I'll do anything for my child. Oh, wait, no, I'm tired. Do you see? I've seen that countless times. So we probably, most of us are not professionals, do you see? We're not trying to use Budo in a professional sense, like a a law enforcement setting. You're probably not going to find a situation where you're going to have to uh, push every bit of desperation, every ounce of your strength past all your fear. You probably won't have to face that to either stay alive or to save someone's life. But that same level of commitment and self-sacrifice, that is what we are supposed to do for all those in our lives. And how much more so for our children. But we don't. We just say it. Right? You give, here's your iPad. Go, Go do your iPad. Right? Clearly, this is a deviation from the way, and from, in particular, the way of the warrior. You must learn and be able to suffer for love, and that includes fatigue, tiredness. You put your discipline into it. You put your commitment, you put your sacrifice. So these are the dual roles you would play in my mind as a parent in this dojo. Okay, These are the dual roles. Uh, And the first one is kind of weird, I will admit. I got got on the second one. The second one is kind of hard, but the first one is kind of weird because you're like going, I'm going to bring you to this man, (laughs) and this man's going to sharpen you. You're going to go, he's scary, I know. (laughs) Right? Just keep going, keep going. I'm going to help you to keep going. Okay, no matter what, no matter how tired I get, no matter how much it costs, no matter how much time I have to give, I'm going to do it for you because one day I'm not going to be there and one day he's not going to be there either and it's just you. It's just you, my prince, my princess, it's just you. This concludes this episode of Budo, the Way of the Warrior podcast. For more information, please visit SensionCenter.com, S E N S H I N C E N T E R.com, or find us at Facebook at Sension Center and on our YouTube channel at Sension One. Thank you for listening.